Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Good morning, my friends. How are you investing in, pursuing, preparing for growth? To show up as your best self and to allow the Lord to work in your heart, to change your heart as you're spending time in His Word, you're spending time serving Him, loving Him, connecting to Him. How are you pursuing growth? Because just like we saw yesterday, Even if you are living out the love that God has for you, just like the church in Thessalonica, you can still do so more and more. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Yesterday, Paul reminded them of this in terms of how they react and how they are living in the world in regards to their sexuality, how they're showing up in that sense, and how they can be set apart from their culture. And today we're going to be talking about how they can love on others more and more. So let's dive in. We're in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 9, and I'm reading from the ESV. Now concerning brotherly love, you have no need for anyone to write to you, for you yourselves have been taught by God to love one another. For that, indeed, is what you are doing to all the brothers throughout Macedonia. But we urge you, brothers, to do this more and more. I mean, what encouragement is that? Paul, this incredible apostle, he's telling them, no one even needs to write to you about brotherly love because you're doing it. You're doing it not just in your city. You're doing it not just with your brothers, but you're doing it in the whole region. Modern day Greece, they're doing it in the whole country. (laughs) I mean, what encouragement is that? You have no need for anyone to write to you, for you yourselves have been taught by God to love one another. And I also love that intimate picture that they learned from God, that he was their teacher, that he was there with them, growing them, showing them the way. And isn't that what God promises us? That's what Holy Spirit does. He leads, he directs, he guides And God promises to be with us. And he goes again to do so more and more. But we urge you, brothers, to do this more and more. Even though they don't need anyone to write to it, even though they're doing it, like we talked about yesterday in this sanctification, this daily journey with the Lord, there is always room for growth. There is always room for transformation. There is always room for change and getting better and being living for the Lord better than the day before. Not because we have to, not to earn anything, but because we want to, we love the Lord and we want to be ambassadors for him. But we urge you, brothers, to do this more and more and to aspire to live quietly and to mind your own affairs and to work with your hands as we instructed you so that you may walk properly before outsiders and be dependent on no one. And this is all in the context of loving others, even though on the surface level it might not seem like love, but to live live quietly 
to mind your own affairs. You're not just getting in the drama for no reason. You're not getting into other people's stuff. You're not gossiping and spreading it all around. You're minding your own business. You're minding your own affairs. You're not trying to stir things up. You're not trying to make things worse. You're not trying to point fingers, but you're minding your own affairs. And that is a way that you can love others. Because when you're stirring up strife, when you're stirring up drama, when you're sticking your nose where it doesn't belong, that is not loving to them. That is not a good example either. And he says also to work with your hands. You're not going to be a freeloader but you're gonna be actively working. And like we've talked about, doing the work that God has uniquely called you to. Yes, doing the work of sharing the gospel with words and actions, but also following God's call. And guess what? His call right now on your life might not be what you wish it was. Maybe you're working a fast food job and you wish you weren't, but guess what? That might be God's call for you right now, right here, his way to provide. And that is how you can love others. To work for yourself, not to be a freeloader, but to be working hard in your calling. That is how you love. And why do we do this? Why do we love? Why do we mind our own business? Why do we show up and work hard? He said, so that you may walk properly before outsiders. Because they're going to see you. And we've talked about this before, that when they see you because of your integrity, because of your love, because of your set-apartness, your holiness, your differentness, how you respond to situations differently, how you live your life actually uprightly with integrity, that's different than the rest of the world, that when they see that, we get out of the way, we duck, and they see Jesus. That is the why. Again, it's not about earning your salvation. It's all about your sanctification, your daily walk, and pointing to the Lord as his ambassador. And we can do that by minding our own business and working hard where the Lord has called us. And then the last part, so that you may walk properly before outsiders and be dependent on no one. And we all know there are situations where people are dependent on others. And I I don't believe that's what it's talking about. I think God is talking about people who he is calling to do things who, because it's hard, because it's not their plan, just like back to the fast food idea, if he's calling you to work fast food and you say no, you are then dependent on others, that is not loving them. That is not being a great example to the Lord. That is not glorifying him or pointing to him. And when he has called you to do something, you show up and you work. Yes, there's room for rest. God instructs us to rest. We are made to rest. God himself rested, right? But you show up and you work when you're called and you're not adding an extra burden on anyone else just because you're too lazy to do it. I said it. And guess what? I'm speaking to myself here as well. If anyone else out there is an Enneagram 9, we struggle with slothfulness. We do. But when God has a calling on your heart, You show up and do it out of respect for him, out of love for him, and out of love for others. So my friends, how are you loving others this week? How can you increase your love more and more? 
Whether it's minding your own business, whether it's working hard, or whether it's something else. How is God calling you to love others more and more this week, today? What is one action he wants you to take? And guess what? Maybe loving others means learning how to love yourself better so you can better love others. And that's okay because that is still preparing you to better love others. So what is one thing? And talk to God about this, my friends. Don't just pull it out of nowhere. Talk to God, pray about it, ask him what is one thing he wants you to do, one action, one step he wants you to take so you can better love others more and more. And I will see you tomorrow morning. Let's be friends. Come and find me on Instagram at hesed, H-E-S-E-D dot heart, or on Facebook at hesed dot heart as well. I'm sharing all things spiritual wellness, thinking about your faith walk, thinking about having a healthy mind, healthy emotions, as well as a healthy body, and of course, Christian yoga. So come find me at hesed.heart. Message me, connect with me. I'm so excited to get to know you and to support you however I can.